Have you been hurt by a narcissist? Today, I'm going to share a practice and perspective with you that can bring you closure on your healing journey. I'm Brent Spirit, and you're listening to The Spiritual Awakening Show. We're about to go deep. Let's get right into it. Today, I want to chat a little bit about empaths and narcissists. Particularly, I want to talk about how you can really complete the healing process after being hurt, abused, manipulated, and overall harmed by a narcissist. Now, this message that I'm going to be sharing with you applies also to people that aren't necessarily narcissists. They may just be normal, average people that also harmed you in some way. Not everybody that harms you, not everybody that's toxic or hurtful is a narcissist. Very few people are actually narcissists. So what I'm sharing applies across the spectrum, but I want to speak really about the narcissists in general because they're a very exaggerated version of the type of person that comes along that can sometimes harm us. So they're a very easy target when looking at the dynamics between victim and abuser between somebody who's sensitive versus somebody who's only concerned about their own feelings and emotions and their own sort of well-being. So the narcissist is a nice, easy way to speak about these things. But of course, I'm talking about people in general. We've all been hurt. We've all hurt other people in some way or another as well. So with that said, I also want to provide another little bit of a disclaimer here. What I'm sharing is in no way meant to be an excuse, to defend, justify, or enable any form of abuse. It is not an excuse to use to continue to stay in an abusive situation if you happen to be in one. It's not a reason to go back to an abuser who you've already left. This is in no way meant to defend or apologize for the narcissists that are in the world, that are in our lives. I myself have been victim to some narcissists. And so what I'm sharing with you is from my own experience, from my own intuition. And I really feel that this message today may be the key piece to bring some people some final closure, to really wrap up their healing process when it comes to dealing with narcissists. Or like I said, anybody that's hurt you. So in life, We've all got some insecurities. We've all got a little bit of lack of self-esteem from time to time. Some of us more than others, but generally speaking, nobody is 100% confident. We've all got a little bit of things that we're afraid of, things that we're anxious about, things that we're scared of. So how we cope with these fears that we may have is we have a couple choices, basically. There's basically two main choices. When we deal with other people in the world, we can either compensate for our fears by getting really big and putting on a show so that people are a little bit more afraid of challenging us. Or we can get really small, kind of like a turtle going into a shell, making ourselves to some degree invisible, can make ourselves protected in our little shell. We don't challenge anybody because that means we're not inviting a fight. So we have two choices. We can get big or we can get small. Narcissists get big. They are very expressive, very loud. Not always, but 
generally speaking, this is just a, basically a caricature of a narcissist that I'm sharing with you. They're very loud. They talk only about themselves. They can be manipulative. They can be charming. They can be abusive, of course. And that's how they cope with the insecurities that they have. They are on offense. Whereas the other people get small and they go on defense. They don't necessarily go out and try to pick fights with anybody. They just hope that nobody attacks them. Well, what happens when you combine these two people? You get an interesting dynamic of an abuser who's more or less only concerned with themselves, very self-centered, a narcissist, and you get a person who's small, vulnerable, sensitive, not very confident, not able to speak up for themselves. And we generally call those people empaths. Of course, narcissism and empathy exist on a spectrum. We all fall somewhere along that spectrum. For more people that are very sensitive spiritually, you may be on the far end of the, the empathic side of that spectrum. For people that are very much uh, about themselves, very arrogant, maybe they're very focused on appearance, very focused on having people around to validate them, to control and that sort of thing, they may fall on the other end of that spectrum on the narcissism side. But generally speaking, it's a spectrum. It's not black and white. We've all showed traits of that of a narcissist at some point in our lives. We've all been also very vulnerable and, and uh, sensitive at some points in our lives. But some people tend to show more traits more often, and that's how we can identify them as empaths or narcissists. Well, online, I've seen a lot of different information about narcissists, surviving narcissistic abuse, dealing with narcissists, how to escape from narcissistic situations. Most of the information that I've come across portrays a narcissist as almost like this demon, almost as if they're Satan. And this is what I want to address today. As I said, this is no way to defend a narcissist, but I really want to invite you to consider the whole spectrum of narcissism and empathy, to consider the whole picture of victim and abuser to be part of divinity, to be part of the oneness of existence. The narcissist and all the other people that have harmed you in your life are God in disguise. If you can see them as God in disguise, this can bring your healing journey full circle. But if you see them as the devil, if you see them as the worst person of all time, you will not allow yourself to complete your healing journey. The reason for this is because if you see them as the worst person in the world, as a demon, as Satan, you're not going to allow yourself to really find that forgiveness within yourself. And you're also not going to allow yourself to break those trauma bonds, to put an end to the Stockholm Syndrome that you may have. Everybody that we encounter, whether they're good to us or if they're bad to us, is God in disguise. Of course, everybody is God. Ram Dass said everyone is God in drag, even the narcissists. But why does God come to you and harm you and abuse you? It might make your life a living hell. Why? Well, in the big picture, the reason that this happens is to show you to find your worthiness, to come out of your shell to overcome your insecurities, to realize that even though a narcissist may have abused you in unspeakable ways, you've survived that. 
The narcissist comes to remind you that you have permission, if you give it to yourself, to speak up for yourself, to walk away from situations that are doing you no good, to cut toxic people out of your life. You have permission and authority to do that in your own life. The narcissist comes to provoke you to, to invoke that permission from within yourself, to give it to yourself so that you can confidently say, these are my boundaries. This is what I want and don't want. This is how I need to be respected in my relationships. You can give yourself permission to say no, to no longer let people walk all over you. As soon as you recognize why a narcissist came to abuse you, to walk all over you, to make your life difficult. That's why God comes to teach us that lesson, to show us that we actually can be confident, to help us to see where our insecurities are so that we can go beyond them. Most people don't even know that they're a doormat until a narcissist comes and really walks all over them. And then they have a moment of realization and epiphany when they say, holy shit, I need to stop letting people walk all over me. I need to stand up for myself and say no more. That's why a narcissist comes in your life. Now, I'm going to keep saying it. This is not an excuse to go back to a narcissist and say, hey, you know what? I realize that you're God in disguise. I forgive you. Let's continue with the relationship. Let's pick up where we left off before I walked away or before I couldn't take it anymore or before you discarded me. No. If there's a narcissist in your life, there's a toxic person, your job is not to go back to them in any capacity to the best of your ability. You need to keep your distance, even if you've healed from them. That chapter is over. If you are in a position where you have absolutely no choice but to engage with that person, then there are some methods that you can look up as well. Gray rock method is a very effective method. It's essentially just speaking the bare minimum necessary information that you need to. If, for example, you share a child with the narcissist, you just speak very, very pragmatically. The child has an appointment tomorrow at 3 p.m. I'll be taking him and I'll be dropping him off. Or I've... I'm going to be taking the child here and there on the weekend. Whatever it is that you are absolutely necessary to share, that's what you do. But this is not an excuse to go back to a narcissist and just get sucked back into their drama. Just because you recognize that somebody's God in disguise doesn't mean you go back to them. Doesn't mean you forgive them in the sense that now you're back in, in, in their pocket, back to being controlled and manipulated by them. Forgiveness happens within you and it can happen from a distance doesn't mean you go back to them. You don't need to tell them you forgive them. You don't need to even tell them you realize they're God in disguise and all that stuff. Keep that stuff to yourself. But use this insight to go beyond the ongoing victimization that you may have, wondering, why did this person do that? I hate this person. I can't stand this person. Go beyond being afraid of maybe encountering them outside in the store or having another friend bring you up. Go beyond all that. This person is God in disguise that came to you to teach you to activate your inner confidence, to find your courage. That's what they did. Don't feel as if the narcissist is now lonely or they need you. They don't need you. Why don't they need you? Because they're God in disguise. God in disguise doesn't need you to help them to come out of loneliness. God in disguise also doesn't need you to teach them or heal them or help them to deal with their issues. They'll figure it out on their own. That's not your job. Your job is to take care of the one within you. Do that with confidence. So every day that you have a thought come up about the narcissist and how they've hurt you, you have a thought come up of how they've betrayed you 
about how much you hate them or how afraid you are of them, I invite you to, as often as you remember and as often as you can, imagine them glowing, smiling. Imagine their heart bursting open with love. In your own imagination, see them as God in disguise. This will eventually cut all of the bonds, the energetic trauma bonds that you have with them. It will free you from those patterns that they've imprinted on you. It will take time. It's not something that is going to happen overnight for most people. For some, it might. But for most, this is not a message that you can, you know, listen to me saying, hey, the narcissist or the people that have harmed you are God in disguise. And just like that, everything's over. It's done. Maybe. But give yourself some time to really process this insight. Everyone is God in disguise, including the people that have harmed you. See them as that. This will free you from the pain, the victimization they've inflicted on you. But this doesn't mean that you go back and reinitiate your relationships with them. If you happen to be in a situation with a narcissist right now, your job is not to see them as God while staying in that situation. Your job is to get out as soon as you possibly can. Get out, protect yourself, protect the ones around you that are also falling into harm's way of a narcissist. And then from a distance, do your healing work. Learn to begin to love yourself again. Learn to begin to express yourself, to say no, develop boundaries with other people that you're going to engage with in the future and with the narcissist if they happen to be coming back at you, trying to re-engage you. Develop those boundaries. It takes time. Take care of yourself with self-care, whatever that is for you. Practice some things that are beneficial for your soul, for your spirit, for your body. Give yourself the attention that you've been deprived of in those difficult relationships with narcissists. And for myself, what's interesting is even though I was aware generally of what a narcissist was, even though I had done research and I was generally conscious of the different traits and characteristics and behaviors of a narcissist, somehow I still ended up getting sucked in to these relationships. And in the midst of those relationships, I had no idea. I had no idea that I was dealing with a narcissist. This says two things. One, I've still got things to work on. I've still got a lack of self-esteem that I've got to overcome or my, overcome myself. I've still got to let go of my codependent tendencies to try and please others. I've still got to find my voice to speak up and say no. Respect me, my time, my energy. I still got to do those things. But it also says that the narcissists are very, very enticing. They can suck you in. Even if you know about a narcissist, you can still get sucked in. And why? Because God comes to teach you the lessons that you've yet to integrate within yourself. Yeah, I read about codependency. I heard about that sort of stuff. I looked up what narcissists do online and that sort of stuff. But I hadn't integrated that experience into myself. So... God appeared to me in drag as a couple narcissists to show me a thing or two to activate the confidence within me. And then God asked me to then tell him to go away. And I said, okay, go away. And that's what I had to do. And then I spent time working on myself, slowly seeing them as God in disguise, forgiving them. And in doing so, I came to a point where I could actually feel comfortable and confident once again, knowing and appreciating the narcissist that came to me actually, no longer demonizing them, no longer portraying them in my mind as these satanic 
evil beings that came to only hurt me. No, no. That was God in disguise. To them I say thank you. But that doesn't mean that I re-engage with them. They're on their journey. They've played their role in mine and we go our separate ways. And that's how it can be. Just find the courage within your heart to see if you can see that God and all the narcissists and all the people that have hurt you Take some time. It's not necessarily the easiest thing to do, even when you're in, especially when you're in the midst of the deep, deep pain being inflicted upon you on the narcissist. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to see them as God in disguise. But take some distance, take some space, take some time, and eventually you'll begin to see that. And in doing so, you'll be able to heal. To all those that are currently dealing with the pains of abuse, of manipulation, of a narcissist, my heart goes out to you. To all those that have dealt with a narcissist in the past, I applaud you for surviving, for realizing that even a narcissist, no matter how damaging they could be, they could not completely end you. Keep going. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Support yourself. Be the one for yourself that you wish others could be for you. Because just like a narcissist can't show you love the way that you can show yourself love, even the average person who falls somewhere in the middle of the spectrum, even the empath who falls on the far end of the spectrum can't love you in the way that you can love yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. If you got a question for me about anything to do with your spiritual path, anything to do with being an empath or dealing with a narcissist, send it my way to info at brentspirit.com by email. And I'll do my best to bring forth a response for you or to share some useful resources with you. Be sure to find me online, brentspirit.com, and on Instagram, at brentspirit. Until next time, be well.